The John Morris Show, episode 78. 7654321. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this, you crazy mother. Hey there, my name's John Morris. I'm a former U.S. Army veteran turned freelance web developer. And my goal for you at this podcast is twofold. First, I want to help you learn how to code. Second, I want to help you turn that code into a full-time living. Because if you're like me, what you want is the freedom, the satisfaction, and the income that you get from being a high-profile web developer. So if that's you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube so you never miss an episode. You can find all my past episodes and get subscribed at johnmorrisonline.com slash john. Morris show. Also, as you get value from the show, consider becoming a supporting listener on Patreon because you'll help keep the show free for everyone and you'll get access to exclusive courses, source code, and Q&A sessions available only to supporting listeners. Visit johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, to become a supporting listener. All right, let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the John Morris Show, johnmorrisonline.com. I'm your host, John Morris. This episode, we're going to get into the strange ethics of sleazy, quote-unquote, salespeople that you should steal, that you need to implement in your career, that you need to buy into. Because at some point in your career, you're going to have to sell yourself. If you don't know that, if you haven't listened to any the past episodes of the show, and I haven't like pounded that into your head yet, let me start now. You will have to sell yourself at some point, whether it's to a client to hire you as a freelancer, whether it's when applying for a job at some sort of tech company, or whether you make some sort of application or program, you make, you make the next big thing, guess what? You still have to sell it to people. You still have to let them see how valuable it is for them. So at some point, you're going to have to sell yourself. And so that's kind of like the the bare bones, okay, I have to do this. But now I want to hit you with the, not only do you have to do this, but you should see it as an opportunity. And so that's what I want to get into here. I want to really make the switch, not just, okay, I have to learn this stuff, but I get to learn this stuff. And there's actually an ethical and moral principle behind why it's a good thing to do that, to sell yourself and what you have to offer. So you may have heard me talk about this before, but I, yes, I was Al Bundy at one point in my life. The first real sales job that I had was selling shoes. And I don't mean the footlocker, Go in, the sh- go in the back and just hand you sh- some shoes type selling. No, 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 no. This was the shoe shining, feet measuring, shirt and tie type shoe selling. The whole deal. And in that experience, in that time, I was actually pretty good at it. I was promoted to run my own store. I was the number three selling manager, in, but I was in the number 32... T- 32 size store. So they size the stores by how much revenue they did, but uh, the total revenue 
often was dependent on the size of the town that it was in. And so when you got your first job, you always went to a smaller town. So I was in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and that was one of their smaller stores. And so it was the 32nd ranked store in terms of revenue, but I was the number three selling manager. So I was outselling managers who were in much bigger stores than me. I think the two guys, two managers that sold more, more than I did were in huge, huge stores. So I was pretty good at it. And <laughs> I learned more about people, psychology, and selling in that time that I was there than I could have in some sort of PhD. I, I'm absolutely convinced of that. I learned so much. And I was fortunate that my boss, my first boss that I worked with, was a really good guy. He was probably the most honest, direct, yet compassionate guy that I've met. He was the type of guy, he was honest in the way that's like uncomfortable, yet not mean. He he would tell you what he thought, and he would tell you the truth, but he wouldn't do it in a way where you felt like an idiot. But he would never mislead you or just try to be nice. He never did that. He was incredibly honest, but did it in a way where you loved him for it. And he's the one that taught me the ethics of salesmanship. In fact, was what I learned from him was some of the reason why I got out of some of the later jobs that I was in, because I felt like we were doing things that were at the very least borderline and I didn't want to be a part of it. So he taught me that. And I remember as employees, when you got hired there, one of the first things that you did when you got hired there is you would go around and every single shoe that, you know, if you're male, then you'd try on all the, the ones that you could wear for males and females would try on all the ones for the females. But you would spend time wearing every single shoe that we sold in the store. That was, it was a, it wasn't just something we did. It was, at, it was a critical part of your training. And then he didn't really force you to sell shoes that you didn't like, that you had actually put on and tried, and you're like, ooh, I don't like that. He wouldn't force you to sell them. Now, don't get me wrong. He always would look for the bright side, right? And he would always give you a little bit of a pitch. He, you know, he'd say, well, you might not like this, but hey, you know, this part of it. And you'd be like, okay, yeah, that you're right. So he did that. But if you really just tried something on and, and wore it and you're just like, God, I hate this shoe, he wouldn't make you sell it because he knew. He knew what every good salesperson knows, that you'll never be good at selling something that you don't truly believe in. Go around and ask any salesperson you meet. They've been taught that at some point in their life. And if they haven't, then they're probably new or they're going to be. You can't sell something that you don't truly believe in. And again, from having sold everything from cars to shoes to knives, I can tell you it's 100% true. Now, let me put it another way. I believe it's my moral and ethical obligation to sell you stuff. And I'm not kidding. That's no joke. <laughs> now... I know your head might have exploded when I said that, so let me explain. Every single day, every single day, I get people who unsubscribe from my mailing list, and they leave me messages like, all of your emails are just a bit too saturated with offers for my liking. 
Everything you say just feels like a lead into a sales pitch. Or, you spam me with useless marketing rubbish or some link to some discounted service or course all the time. Or, my personal favorite, too many emails, jeez. You know what my response is? Bye, Felicia, (laughs) as the kids say. And that should be yours too, by the way. Now, why? Well, here's a question for you. Do you believe that what you have to offer will truly help people? That it will make their lives better? Whatever it is you offer. Development services, a coding course, this crazy thing I saw the other day called the Sock Buddy. I don't know. Google it if you haven't seen it. It's seriously a thing, and you'll see this picture. I mean, this has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's this. It's like this huge three foot tall contraption that's supposed to help you put your socks on easier. But it's just it's so big. I don't see how it can make it easier. It seems like it would make it harder. So. <laughs> Anyway, it's actually a thing. You can Google it. But the point is, if you do believe in what you're offering, then in my opinion, it's your moral and ethical obligation to sell it as hard as you can to those who need it. There are people out there who need it, who will benefit from it. It will actually make their lives better. You don't have to be shy about that. You don't have to be shy about giving them what they're desperate for. Because if you think about it, what what are the alternatives? You could keep it for yourself and you have every right to do that. You know, but some people might consider that a bit selfish. That there's people out there who are desperate for a solution that you can provide and you won't provide it to them. Now again, you don't have to. You certainly shouldn't be shy about giving them what they're desperately needing. Now, what most people I think think of is, oh, well, you could just give it away for free. Okay. But that's only going to work for a short amount of time. I mean, you have to put food on your table. And if you're not making money so that you can put food on the table doing this thing that you're really good at, you're going to have to make it some other way. And so you're going to have to take your time away from doing this thing that you're really, really good at and may not even be able to do it at all, or at the very least, you'll be be able to do less of it. So you'll be able to help less people who, again, are desperate for what you need. And there will be tons and tons of people who will miss out on what you could be giving them if you would simply just charge for it. So the only way to continue to help the people who need what you offer most sustainably is to sell it to them. And that's the key, sustainability. You can only give it away for so long before you're going to have to do something else and then it's gone for everybody. But if you sell it, sure, there will be people who may not be able to afford it But you'll still have a larger group of people who will, who get access to it, that you'll be able to help. So the only way to do it sustainably is to sell it to them, period. 
So that's why I chuckle when I get these messages because it's just, it's terribly short-sighted. And to be honest, those, I mean, they're just people I can't help. So I'm glad they're gone because we're both better off. And that's just, that's the truth. I don't, not trying to be mean about it, but it's just the truth. Now, here's the thing that I want you to consider with all of this, getting back to you and selling your services and what you do and why you should believe in what you have to offer. Because the skill set you have or that you're working on having is incredibly valuable. Just think about the things that you can do with it. I mean, websites have been used for all sorts of things. To gain attention for important causes like hunger, poverty, and AIDS, and all sorts of other things. They've been used to employ millions and millions of people around the world. They've been used to bring important news to light that literally changes the world. That's what you have access to. That's what you can provide to people. So what you have is immensely valuable. And I believe it's your duty to sell, to sell it to others. Not give, to sell it to others so that you can keep doing it. Day after day after day after day after day. And you can reach as many of those people who are desperate for what you can do as possible. So again, I want you to go from, oh, I have to do this to, I get to do this. This is an opportunity for you. When you start to understand that, you start to understand the sustainability factor. Then you start to see, it's not a have to, it's a get to. I get to help these people. And I get to do it in a way where I keep, I can continue to keep doing it and help more and more people. That's the point I want you to get at. When you get there, you realize selling isn't some evil thing that we just have to do. It's an opportunity. And it all comes down to, Selling itself isn't inherently honest or dishonest. It comes down to the people doing it. It's frankly a cop-out for people to say that the act itself is honest or dishonest. That's a cop-out. You're taking the blame away from where it truly lies. If you've seen sleazy salespeople in the past, it's not the selling that's at fault. It's the person. And that's where the blame should lie. So, You can do it how you want to do it. You don't have to be sleazy or manipulative. You can be open and upfront and honest. You can do it the way that you want to do it. So don't be afraid to sell yourself. It's an opportunity that you get to sell yourself. Now, speaking of, if you want to up your skills, to a level that you can be proud of, that you're not afraid to sell hard, that you know will truly help people, then I strongly believe that one of the best ways you can do that is the Ultimate Web Developer Course by Brad Hussey, which you can find at johnmorrisonline.com slash ultimate. Now, I'm going to be upfront with you. That's an affiliate link. 
I will earn a small commission if you use that link. But you're also going to get a discount on the course through that link as well. So it's a benefit both ways. And there's all sorts of courses on Udemy that I could recommend. So I'm recommending this one in particular because I actually believe that it's one of the best courses on there. Now, what sets this course apart is the design section that you'll find in there where he talks about creating frameworks and mock-ups and working with Photoshop and all that. To me, that part alone will make you so confident in your skills that you'll have zero problem being aggressive and selling yourself to clients, employers, or creating a product that you sell to customers, etc. It's what that design section is one of the better ones that I've seen out there. Plus you get, you know, access to all the coding, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, PHP, MySuite, go on and on and on. All the coding stuff that you would normally think of. Plus this really great design section that you don't see in a lot of other courses. So if you're someone who's been messing with this, if you've been, you know, if you've been teaching yourself how to code and trying to figure out what to do and how you can start doing this full time as you're living, you owe it to yourself to make it a little bit easier on yourself to not have to just go the hard way on everything and and to go through a course like this that shows you what you need to learn, teaches it to you, and then he even goes into showing you how to turn around and start earning an income from it. So you owe it to yourself to do this so that you can actually finally get that life that you dream of. But more importantly, getting back to the heart of this episode, you owe it to the people that you can help. Because how many people are out there right now desperate for what you could give them once you get this stuff mastered who have nobody they can go to? whose lives are less than they could be because there's no one to provide them with the thing that they need desperately. You can be that person for them and you can be that person for them quicker by going through a course like this and learning this stuff from someone who's been through it and knows it all instead of trying to figure it out all on your own. So again, johnmorrisonline.com slash ultimate. You'll get a discount on the course, and I I strongly recommend jumping in right away and actually getting there, getting where you want to be with your career and helping the people that you can help. All right, that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank you for listening. Hopefully, uh, we're able to make that transition and see the opportunity that you have in front of you. Now, if you like this episode, I'd appreciate if you'd like it so that I know you like this kind of content. Also, if you wouldn't mind sharing it with someone who you think would benefit, I would greatly appreciate that. And if you haven't subscribed yet, then hey, why not subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the episodes that I release. All right, again, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.